Hello, everybody, and welcome to uh, the uh, Impact Job Talk podcast. And uh, I'm here with uh, none other than Matt Peel. How are you doing today, Matt? Hey, Mark. I'm well. How are you? I am doing great. Uh, we're For those of you uh, listening, we are recording this on a Monday. So I think this uh, it's a good way to kick off the week and uh, get, get the thought process going. Um, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about how to manage remote teams. So I think this will be a good good listen in for both of you, uh, although all of you that are both employers and job seekers. So we'll, we'll talk a bit on both sides as we go along here. Um, for those of you interested in working from home, we did do a podcast a while back. Uh, you remember that met with Cherie. She's great. Uh, she runs a, a Facebook group on uh, working from home. They post lots of jobs uh, frequently. Uh, we did talk to her a while back and uh, discussed a little bit about how to actually go about finding a work from home job and how to set yourself up at home to be successful. So yeah, anyone listening interested in that, please go check out that previous podcast from, uh, I think, a couple of months ago. And uh, those of you who are interested in finding a work-from-home type of job, you can visit our job board on impactbusinessgroup.com. Click on the job board link. And I think we have about 20 jobs that are work-from-home right now. And that I think that list keeps on growing by the week, it seems. Yeah, no doubt. It uh, uh, is probably our highest growth area right now. Yeah, I remember about a year ago when all this started, uh, we had maybe a handful at the most, and now we've, we've got quite a few more. So um, I did read an interesting statistic, kind of jump into today's topic, um, which is Gartner Group uh, interviewed or surveyed HR professionals, and 90% of them uh, said that they will allow employees to continue working from home even after COVID is over. So Matt, is that uh, something that you're hearing when you're out talking to employers as well, or, or are you hearing anything different? No, I think that's in line. Um, I think a lot of employers that had traditional in-office hours have learned uh, that their folks are equally, if not more productive, working from home. And uh, I don't envision it, it changing at all. It's a, it's a new world. And uh, I think it, if there's a positive side of COVID, it forced all of us to to uh uh, flatten this uh, this workflow workforce in this world out even more to uh, get the right people into the right seat. Yep, and I think it was a uh, trend that was slowly happening either way, but this definitely forced people's hands a little bit, and, and uh, I think we'll see keep seeing that as we move forward. And um, so, so working from home from a, a management point of view, there's probably a lot of challenges and people that maybe were good managers when you had your whole team in front of you uh, maybe are facing some different challenges or uh, a little bit of a different environment now that some of their people are working from home. So I wanted to see if maybe you can uh, talk a little bit about uh, maybe some of the more common problems or issues that managers are having, having to kind of change their world upside down with people working from home or remote instead of everybody being in the same room. Yeah, no doubt. I think one of the biggest challenges is it's moving to more of a, a quote unquote fact based um, workforce, right? It's here's the task, where are we at, what are your barriers, and uh, how do we help you uh, move forward? So, um, managers that were more quote unquote people centric and and managed more on, hey, how are things going? Where can I help? Have, have uh, found the biggest hurdles here, right? Uh, their, their workforce is remote. They lose some of that 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 intimacy with that you know remote worker, and, and lose some of that intuitive ability of how somebody's really doing right in their their personal life. But 
Um, the flip side of that is, is uh, you know, meetings are shorter, which is, I think, a blessing for everybody. No one wants to sit in, uh, in meetings and, and walk through uh, unrelated tasks. But uh, those are the challenges, right? Where, what are my specific deliverables? What are my specific barriers? And if I run into a barrier, I can't wait for that uh, that updated status meeting or call, whether it be every day or, you know, every week. Um, that remote worker's got to figure out how to uh, pick up the phone and, and uh, look for a solution quickly. Yep. So some, uh, from a manager point of view, what are some of the top things or big things that maybe they want to change around or do differently to make sure that everything runs smoothly? Well, I think it's a server leader, you know, mentality, right? It's got to be a bottom up and you've got to uh, make sure your team understands that um, the most important person's time in this, uh, this team or this, uh, this group is yours. So if there's an issue, you know, don't wait for our status meeting the following day or the end of the week. Let's, let's track me down or track the person down you need. Um, operate with that sense of urgency, if you will. Yep. Uh, whereas uh, in an office setting, you would, you know, um, head over to that person's desk or, or, uh, or phone them, you know, and, and try and get the problem resolved. I think tendency that remote workers kind of, well, let's just wait and, and, uh, and give this update when uh, when tomorrow's meeting occurs, and that's just that's not a good recipe for any side. Yep. And uh, based on I'm just us here, we've done some bit of remote work as well when people work from home, either all of us at times or some of us at times. Uh, so, so from your perspective, as far as communication goes, uh, what are the best ways to communicate with employees remotely? to make sure that it's effective and everybody's getting the right information. And what have you found for us here and what are you hearing from other people that they're doing that's working for them? Yeah, for us, it's the easy one um, because you're right. We, we've always had the ability to work from home. Uh, we've always been in a hosted environment, but, but COVID pushed everybody out. Um, and the difficult part for us internally here from a staffing recruiting standpoint is, is out of sight, out of mind, right? If, uh, if a couple of people are, are working on a particular role or requirement, we can't forget about those team members that uh, that are working remotely. So we've tried to offset that with with daily huddles, just to to give a, a quick update of where things are at and what projects are important and, and uh, allocating the appropriate resources. But it has to be a conscious effort from the organization to pull those remote people in uh, via the phone or via the uh, for us the next TV or, or or Microsoft Teams video call. So we're not, you know, losing that one-on-one. Yep. And so for us speaking just internally here, we're, we're pretty small, small group and uh, everybody's pretty comfortable with everybody else. So it's not a big deal to just pick up the phone and call or send a message or email or whatnot. But then you might have uh, some people working in larger types of organizations and, um, maybe they were even spread out even before COVID. So maybe they are not quite as comfortable just trying to call their manager or one of the upper managers when they need something. So what's a good way to uh, provide some guidelines so people know when to call, when to contact, how to communicate to get the message across that they need. Uh, And especially even if they are working across different locations or continents, even that could be the case in some organizations. Yeah, exactly what you just said. You need to ask of that manager, right? Of your your supervisor, your boss, whomever you're reporting into, or whatever team you're 
you're supporting. Ask them those questions. How do you want me to best reach you when, when, when need be? Is it a phone call? Is it a text? Is it an instant message? So that's the, 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 the new layer, the new wrinkle uh, in the interview process, the hiring process, and the working process, right? What is your best way? I'll, I'll shine the light on me and you're going to laugh, but don't send me an email. <laughs> if you need me, do not email me. <laughs> right. And that's, that's the that's question. True. <laughs> it's true. Right. It's, it's, just, it's not a good recipe. Um, but I think that's the exact question you've got to ask of each person. There's some people that respond very, very well to email. Right. And there's some people that respond better to text or IM or, or, uh, or phone call. So uh, exactly what you said, everybody's got to ask of those constituents, managers, project team resources, et cetera, that, that uh, you're working with. Yep. And from the manager's side, maybe be proactive to put together some sort of guidelines saying, hey, these are the days that I'm easier to get a hold of. This is the best way. Some people might prefer email. Some people might prefer an instant message. So whatever the, the communication method yeah. is, uh, create those guidelines up front so that employees know when, when, where, how to communicate in the best possible way. Yeah, and that's the dynamics of remote teams, right, is um, how you may want your information to come to you may not be the same way somebody else on that team wants it, right? It could be the complete opposite. So understanding how each person ideally functions is uh, is part of the, part of the, uh, the challenge in, in the remote workforce. Yep. And uh, so working from home, um, obviously you'll need uh, some tools to do that and shouldn't, of course, assume that everybody has all the right tools and all the right knowledge on how to use those tools. So what's the best way for, for a company to approach that to make sure that people aren't sitting at home not knowing exactly what to do or making sure they have all the different tools they need, whether it's software, hardware, or maybe something else? Yeah, well, obviously it starts with the tools at home, right? Bandwidth, internet speed, personal office space, that's away from the distractions. We, we see all the uh, the funny YouTube videos where um, somebody's on an important conference call and, and the kids come uh, come barging in, um, which again, it's just, I think our workforce is adapting to those type of uh, interruptions during meetings and whatnot. But, That's a little uh, bit of personal touch in a way too, though. Can I- true, true. If, if uh, you know, with my kid example, if there's, there's somebody that... Uh, uh, looks at it and says, Hey, been there, done that, no problem. Or you have, you know, other people that are on that call that are, um, very direct, very focused and, and don't have the same type of, uh, family distractions that others may have. And they, they're going to be less tolerant to it. Yep. Right. They're going to be, let's get it together. Right. <laughs> Put a lock on the door. Come on. We've got 10 minutes to get this thing done. Yep. So it just, it, it just depends on, on who's on the receiving end of it. That's for sure. Yep. And just like anything else, really just maybe provide a little bit of training or guidance on how to, to use the different tools. Uh, especially some organizations may have more custom type tools. So just make sure everybody knows how to use them with some proper training uh, up front. So, so nobody's sort of behind the eight ball right from the get-go. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, and um, sometimes you might have a situation too where um, maybe the boss says, well, if you need something, email me or do this or that. And then maybe you try to communicate a few times or for whatever reason it doesn't connect or get resolved. Uh, so are there times to uh, escalate an issue up and how, how would an employee go about doing that if they're trying to get something done and they're just not able to under the 
guidelines that have been communicated. Sounds like a, 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 an evaluation uh, of me right here. So um, <laughs> the one thing is true. I'll tell you my weaknesses in this aspect and, and I'll speak to my seat only and, and how I'd respond to it is, right, your time's more important. You've got to make it a priority to to say, listen, I need this resolved. You're the barrier, the roadblock, you're the bottleneck into my productivity here. We're meeting my objectives, so uh, I need I need your time. Yeah. So if so, if you're not able to resolve an issue by texting, messaging, emailing, uh, maybe that's the time to schedule a, an actual live uh, conference call or Zoom call, whatever, uh, to to bring up the uh, yep. whatever needs to be the next yeah, step. Absolutely. In- throw throw the calendar invite. Put the urgency of of, of high and. And grab five minutes. Say we need to discuss this. It's uh, it's a roadblock, and and uh, we need to get uh, we need to get resolution. So, yep. and uh, so something else that I could see being a an issue for some managers that that are used to working with their employees day to day. They kind of go chit chat during the day and see each other, and now all of a sudden they're not around all the people that they're working with, uh, and they may feel a little unsure if everything is getting done the way it's supposed to, and they may feel the need to micromanage. And a lot of people that like to work from home specifically want a more hands-off approach. So what's what's a good way to avoid that type of situation from happening? Um, the person that uh, is looking for more more of a hands-off approach, as long as they're meeting the deliverables, right, and uh, and getting the work done that needs to be done, then, then that's okay. But that person that is... Uh, is falling behind or lagging behind, there's there's an issue or a barrier that needs to be addressed or removed. Yep. So it it does require both both parties, right? Uh, the employee as well as the manager to step into this and, and make sure that they're effectively understanding one another and the best way to communicate. Yep, and maybe here's a, like we were sort of talking about earlier um, to, to do those check-ins and maybe have a daily call, weekly call, uh, catch up on things. Uh, so maybe that may be a way to feel more comfortable that everybody's on the same page with projects and tasks and those kinds of things. Correct. And uh, when you're along the same lines, when you're working in an office all together, you kind of have a, you know, you talk throughout the day and can get to know each other a little bit and you have a feel for what's going on in other people's lives. And if something might be a problem or something that you want to help them with. Uh, but when you have people working from home, you may not have that same opportunity. You don't, you're not around the people, you know, that you're working with all day long. So uh, what's, what's a good way for managers to stay up to date with how their employees are doing. And uh, if they're having any challenges that maybe they're afraid to bring up or uh, things going on in their personal life that could impact work and uh, they're afraid to bring those things up. So what's a good way for a manager to stay involved, uh, to be supportive and, and make sure that nobody's falling behind because, Maybe there are things going on that they're not bringing up or not feel, not feeling comfortable talking about. Well, it, it, it's the catch-22, right? You, you've got to count on the person uh, on both sides, whether it be a manager, you know, uh, frustrated with, with one's performance or the employee frustrated with, with getting things done and having some issues uh, on the home front. So the communication is key, right? You've got to be a more open and communicative culture and saying, here's, here's my barriers work wise, personal wise, health wise, whatever it might be. Um, 
because if you don't uh, communicate it, being a remote worker, and that's the challenge that I, I talked about, right? You're not able to, you know, see the body language or really see somebody's disposition and, and um, right? Some of the people yeah. wear it right on their sleeves by just seeing them, you know that there's a struggle going on and, and uh, doing it over a phone call or whatnot. It's 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 often tough to identify that. Yep. And even here, uh, as we're just kind of mentioning, maybe do some of those daily, weekly uh, little huddle calls or check-in calls. And don't be afraid to maybe keep it a little personal, kind of say, hey, how was your weekend? And, you know, talk a little bit about what's going on and open up a little bit. So I think maybe that's another way to stay engaged with how people are doing in their remote environment. Yeah, no doubt. And then, you know, depending on how large that team is or how large that call is, it, it, as I said before, you can get lost in, in, uh, in a lot of the minutia of, uh, of the weekend and how somebody's doing and, and take a, a five minute meeting and turn it into a 30 minute meeting. And, you know, we, we all have all been on these teams. We have some people that are very, very business oriented and, and let's uh, talk through through what needs to be accomplished here or work. And if you need me for something else, get a hold of me. Um, so it's a it's a it's a fine line. You've got some folks that want that that touch, and you have some folks that uh, want nothing to do with the water cooler talk. Yep. And so when you mix those two together, it's it can be a challenge. So that's up for the the manager to to feel that out and take the right approach. Exactly. And uh, something uh, as far as working from home in general, uh, something I've seen previous jobs, uh, like some people will sometimes come in and say, hey, what, what are the options of working from home? And if you go back a few years, usually it's like, nope, nobody's working from home. <laughs> right. uh, or very few people got to work from home. But when you did have the one person that got to work from home for whatever reason, you could sense that there were a few people that resented that, hey, why, did that, why does that person get to work from home and not me? Uh, those kinds of things. Uh, but then when COVID happens, I think this past year, that has not been an issue. We're just expecting that if people are working from home. It's because of COVID and there's not been a problem as far as that goes, I don't think. Uh, but now that we're getting out of COVID again, um, do you foresee that that could be some sort of problem or issue that should be addressed that people that are working in the office might feel, hey, why don't I get to work from home? Or how do you see that playing out? Um, I always said this in the beginning, right? This is prior to COVID, right? The work from home or, or work life balance, as we call it, is there, but nobody's going to quote unquote talk to you about it or give it to you right off the get go, right? Especially in a new hire situation. They want to make sure, you know, uh, you build relationships and a bridge builder and, and understand what's going on before, you know, letting somebody, uh, uh, work from home because it can be a culture killer, as she said. Hey, how come so and so gets to and I can't? Um, and it could be a number of different reasons, right? Yep. It could be, uh, you know, the difference between somebody uh, on the sales side of it um, and somebody, you know, regrettably sitting in, uh, in in a customer service role or or customer service manager role or whatever it might be that requires more of them to have a butt in the seat. So yeah, just uh, it'll just depend on each person and each person's role, um, and uh, just work with the management team. So if somebody does want to work from home and they're not, uh, I think probably most companies will be much more open to that moving forward. So it's probably 
probably won't if if I'm just taking my take on it here, I don't think it'll be a huge issue for the most part because I think after this past year most people are pretty comfortable with working from home and a lot of employers are probably also open to allowing their employees to work from home not that they've experienced firsthand that it actually can work pretty well yeah so uh, to kind of close out uh, for today Matt um, so when you look into 2021 and uh, going into the next year uh, as it relates to work from home, uh, I think we're already seeing uh, uh, a lot of companies moving in that direction as far as allowing people to to work from home, uh, even as we get out of this COVID situation. Uh, so what are you uh, seeing and hearing from employers as far as their plans uh, for how they want to approach allowing people to work from home uh, or coming back to the office uh, as we move forward? Yeah, I don't think it's going to change. Um, I think uh, employers are going to continue to allow the people to work from home. Um, we have seen an increase in uh, employers trying to find somebody that's within two hours drive or commute uh, to the local office or, or their physical location if need be so that they can come in to team meetings, quarterly meetings, whatever it might be, just to put some face time into it. Um, we're seeing an increase of that, but I don't think it'll, I don't think it'll change. I think you, you'll see more organizations saying, Hey, if you, I don't care where you live or, or whatnot, are you open to coming in, you know, quarterly at least to, you know, make sure the, the face is fresh and, and we're seeing you. Um, but without yeah, a doubt, I think- a lot of companies have, have found themselves to be, um, really against the whole work from home and, and now realizing, Hey, uh, this, this model's pretty good. It's been pretty productive. Yep. And, uh, if you're, you're, in a, you're managing a project, you're looking for a team member with specific skills. You don't necessarily have to restrict yourself to people in the local market. You can go across the nation and find the best possible talent, you know, as long as it's something where they are able to work from home or maybe even the occasional trip to wherever they need to be. Yeah, no doubt. You know, it used to be limited by uh, a functional or industry experience or maybe a piece of technology in one's local marketplace that uh, um, you would always have struggle with from a talent acquisition standpoint, finding somebody with medical device specifically, or, or maybe a software package that isn't very prevalent. Um, And the talent acquisitions team would, would have uh, a tough time, a real struggle trying to find, you know, those skill sets that has, has made the world flatter and, and open up more doors to, to fill roles for organizations. Yep. So uh, to close out for today, um, so again, as I had mentioned on top of the, the episode here, if you're interested in uh, learning more about how to actually go out finding a new job, uh, we're uh, talking a bit more about resume writing and, and uh, where to go find work from home type of jobs. Uh, and uh, how to set yourself up at home. Check out our previous podcasts. We did talk in um, in one of those at length uh, about those topics. Uh, and if you are looking for remote jobs, we do have quite a few, I think we're up to about 20 or so right now and keep adding new ones every day. Uh, we do have a lot of remote jobs on our job board, which is jobs.impactbusinessgroup.com. So please go check that out and uh, Feel free to engage with us if you have any questions or need any help. Uh, I'd love to hear from you. And uh, 
we will uh, look forward to having you on our next episode. Uh, we don't know what the topic will be, but I'm sure it'll be something good. So we uh, hope to have you back and uh, good luck with your job search. And thank you, Matt, for today. Hey, thanks, Mark. Thanks, Mark.